What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Origins podcast. It's been a very, very, very long time. Um, Tim and I were just speaking before we came on. I think it's been March 2021 since we last been on. We did, um, we did record one, didn't we? Uh, a few months back. Maybe September time. That never made it to the air. Yeah, so it's been a long time. We've got a lot to chat about. So, firstly, Timothy, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, bro. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Just plodding along. Um, completely done with uni now. Uh, master's complete. So it's just a case of coaching, training, and just full-time eating. Yeah. What about you? Same, right now. Um so uh, prep was in we last did it in March I was like in the depths of prep or like I just started you just I'm, March would have been lockdown so you'd, yeah you'd have just started what well, a couple of weeks in so I was yeah so f- three four weeks in seems um, to remember we had Josh on maybe we had, we had we had Josh and you hadn't moved yeah yeah so we had we had Josh on, and then and then we did another one a couple of weeks later, and yeah. So, I mean, we wanted to make this podcast like a little bit of a twenty twenty one recap. Obviously, it's the new year now. We're not going to go into like huge detail of everything that's happened over the last year because we'll be here for hours. Um, but obviously, I finished prep, competed in August, so it was a good amount of time after the last podcast. Um, took the dub you know that <laughs> um honestly I've, I've just been going back through some old footage because i'm putting together a youtube um and firstly i don't i forgot how lean i actually was looking back yeah. um i forgot how horrible the fat load was and how depleted and just like because it was five days with no carbs when you're already that depleted and you're already that lean, oh, it was just 30 weeks of dieting, 30 weeks, losing three pound a week on average, just absolutely tanking it down. Um, I think I had two refeeds throughout the entire prep and one of them was two weeks out. Um, yeah, you had a, you had a refeed and then you just had basically just to stop a drastic weight loss three weeks out. It wasn't even really a refeed, was it? You didn't even, you didn't gain any weight. No, it was like 400 carb, I think. Yeah. Um, but show day, show weekend, obviously we both travelled up to Manchester. Tim was down living with me for the whole of peak week. So I had that eye over me the entire time, which was so helpful. Like, I don't think I've said it publicly before, but like, the the third the last day of the fat load i was genuinely considering like quitting it was that hard um after after six months of dieting the show was in three days i was like i cannot put one leg in front of the other with this fucking weighted vest on it was horrible (laughs) genuinely genuinely thought of quitting i don't think i've ever told you that either yeah Um, you did you did okay well and then Day. I'm, I, I remember the day, I even remember coming out of the gym. We was there and I was like, bro, get some photos, just make the most of this. And you just yeah. response. And I remember getting in the car and sticking on St. Pablo in the yeah. car park. I yeah. don't know why. I always remember things with music. 
And I know that's one of your favourite songs. And I just remember you just being like a zombie, not responding, just driving us back to cooking. And I was like, Jesus is fucked. And then the rest of the day, you were just absent. Yeah, so that was on the Tuesday. That was, we trained Paul that day, didn't we? Oh, was that the day before? That Yeah, so we had, we had Paul. And then the, the Wednesday was a rest day, which was the last day of the fat load. <laughs> and then and then the final session was when the, the intra went in and like my whole life like turned upside down. <laughs> Gen, I, I, it wasn't even because the cars went in. I woke up that morning feeling like happy again because I knew that I was going to get food that day. Yeah. It's so it, obviously it's so psychological. Um, but yeah, in Manchester, did the show, came first, first out of two, but still. Um, and then went off to Marbella, not Marbella, we'll come on to that, went to Madeira for a week. And first out of two, but you, you, you couldn't have looked any better, you know, like it was, it was your best possible look. So, yeah, it doesn't really matter too much. Well, I got as lean as I needed to get. I think I still had some more to come off, like maybe my lower back and my um, my legs. Um, oh, but counterproductive at that point. That's what I mean. It, as lean as I could get without it just ruining the look. Um, and then obviously the peak was just perfect, like well, literally perfect. We we were obviously we were backstage, and um, so Josh, the guy I competed against, for people that don't know was next to us he got his got his kit off and started pumping up and obviously he he peaked he's coached by Bridgman so the, the peak was fairly good and starting to pump up and look decent and I remember looking across him like fucking hell I've got like a, a job to do here I kept my shirt on because I wanted to stay warm and actually like get pumped up because it's quite cold backstage um and we're just doing more and more and more and then took my shirt off and then we just looked at each other like what the fuck of what the fuck is this? I've never ever looked the way I did then, ever at any point throughout prep. No, no refeed, no like, no best lighting, nothing. I was like, my my chest feels like so pumped, so full. My arms, I'd never been so vascular before, and like, we were just like, yeah, it's on. It's probably because as well, why you felt so shit was the whole of Pete week. You looked absolutely wank. Yeah. Yeah. intentionally and we knew it was just going to come alive on the day well we banked on it coming alive on the day with the protocol but it was yeah it was that moment where you took your top off and you were just doing the bicep goes of that band and we looked at each other like yeah so you can do some serious damage here and then obviously got on stage which for, like, I'm not the sort of guy that gets on stage for anything um, but it was a sick experience it was so good um, obviously taking the, the win and going on holiday afterwards and we, we had post, post-show post meal at that burger place I can't remember what it was called Fat Buns it was Fat Buns that's it best burger I've ever had yeah I don't know if that's because it was post-show or if it was that good of a burger but it was incredible oh, I think it was sensational me, but yeah you went and got you had two didn't you I do yeah I, I had an obscene amount of food that night and then you went over, you went off to Madeira. Yep. All inclusive. No restraints on food. All the best thing to do post show. 
yeah don't do that anyone that's listening please do not we don't recommend that it was just a coincidence that i happened to be going but i managed it like we can have a chat about post-show if we want but um I, I kept expenditure high. I was I was obviously stressing my com- my composition. Where I'd eaten a lot, I went watery fast. Some everything went away. My abs just disappeared within two days, and I was so panicked about getting fat too fast. I didn't want to ruin my off season, so I was just doing so many steps. I was swimming so much. I trained every morning to combat the food. I only gained like ten pounds. I say only, but ten pounds in a week, which isn't too bad considering I was eating a lot and it was like highly palatable foods that had no like control of calories obviously cooked in a buffet and whatever. So yeah. Yeah. 10 pounds after on all inclusive week and a, and a, a night of post-show binging, let's be honest. Like it's a, uh, it wasn't bad. And that, that just, you just recomped after that and shifted the fluid and just, and held really nicely. And then the next couple of weeks you, uh, you controlled it like perfectly to be honest. Yeah, it was very, it was very gradual rate of gain from then onwards. Um, I mean, how much are you now? So now, now I'm about thirty pounds, not quite, twenty seven ish from stage weight. What six months? Uh, four. Four months. Six months. Six months. So now, four. now you're in a position where you can push as well. Yeah, I feel, I feel epic now. So. Um... So yeah, in terms of me, 2021, I mean, it was just a, a coaching year for me. Um, took a couple of people to the stage. Uh, again, junior physique. We had Dan and Hugh. Dan won. I peaked a, I peaked a lot of clients over the year as well, obviously, Robbie. And then I had a pizza, three of Liam Turnbull's clients as well. And a lot of them took wins. Um, but then the main clients was Dan and Hugh. Uh, Dan won the UK DPA Heart of England and Hugh came third and then at the finals Dan won the British finals and, uh, and Hugh came third then the week after Hugh competed in the UK UP York which was a, a non-tested fed so up against assisted guys and Hugh came second there which I don't, I don't mind saying he, he should have won he was absolutely uh, robbed yeah he was, he was absolutely robbed it was it was men versus boys on the the, the feed that was was bizarre anyway they said he, he wasn't big enough yet he was the biggest on stage so weird but that's the that's the nature of the game so it's a shame he couldn't end on a win because obviously he'd come third and third at the british and it was a it was a show when it was just hugh um and uh, he came second but i mean hugh handled post show fantastically now and we're, we're coming back in 2023 hopefully we'll get that title as well um, but yeah let's speak upon on post show then bro um how did you how did you manage it after the holiday? So after the holiday, the number one thing I was thinking obviously is don't ruin the off season. Don't just give in to the hunger signaling because it is skewed. It is massively skewed. Like people say how hard post show is, and I, I was listening to podcasts during prep about post show being like, well, surely it's not that hard. Like you just go back to normal, but the the hunger signaling is just completely skewed. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's this like this insatiable hunger that food doesn't even like satiate you. It doesn't, it doesn't cure the hunger. It doesn't matter how much food you have. It's like something deep inside of you. That's like, give me more. Um, it's one of them where you don't, it's a classic. You don't know how hard it is until you do it. Mm-hmm. 
almost the same with the prep, the depths of the prep. You're not, you, you, as much as you can mentally prepare yourself for your first run, if you're going to get in actual condition, you don't know how hard it's going to be until you do it. And then the post show, I mean, yeah. You can listen to as many podcasts as you want and, you know, reaffirming your head that I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuck up post show, but Jesus Christ, it's so difficult. Yeah. Because you've got that balancing act of I'm starving. I've not had any food for so long. Don't want to mess up my off season. And you also have like, especially with you actually having a girlfriend. I mean, everyone has family and that, but the ones spend time with and things, but girlfriend, friend, you also have that guilt feeling of wanting to enjoy life again for a period of time because you've been shut off from the world for six months. Yeah. And you, you also have the people around you are like, well, why can't you be normal now? Why can't you just have a takeaway or why can't you just do this, do that, be normal again and have normal food? And it's like, well, I've got to control it. You can't just come back into normal habits because that's when you do just balloon and you, you gain like 30, 40 pounds in a few weeks. Um, normal again, isn't it? Yeah. But that, that was what I struggled with a lot was like, I could, I was walking through a shop and I'd, I'd like look at things I hadn't looked at in six months. And I was like, I can buy this. I can eat it. Like I, I have the freedom again to make these choices and just do what I want. I feel like I was so, you're so pinned in and you you're like laser focused. You don't even realize what's going around you. And I was like walking through a shop, but I can literally just buy that and eat it. Um, uh, I'll throw a, uh, some praise here as well. A lot of people prep, like if I was to prep now, like I'm living on my own. And even when I did last prep, I just live with my mum and dad who both eat really, really healthy, to be honest. Um, how you maintain that laser light focus in your house. Yeah. Oh, seriously, guys, like fair play to him. I went for Pete Week and I opened up the cupboards and just there was just the nicest food everywhere non-stop and he would have had six months of that of just his family he has what you've got three brothers and your mum and dad yep and they just eat luxurious tasty food all, all the time you, you'll see it if you fair play uh, if you go on my youtube and look at the videos through prep like almost every single video there's like domino's boxes i'd be sat in the evening with my with my pre-bed meal of like fruit and whey that was it like 200 calories uh and my brother would be next to me with the domino's box open and i could just smell it and i just i, I, I don't know i just came up in a little rapid fat loss for two weeks and i remember being like like them costco muffins and cookies oh, and yeah. like, jesus this is so tempting just for me those, those costco cookies are crap 1200 calories right now six months deep yeah Honestly, yeah, that was even harder. Um, it's a fair play to that. I think, yeah, post show, and you've just got to realize as well, everyone's in the same boat. You you got to ignore these for people listening that are going to compete. These dicks that just claim all they want is a bowl of oats and whey after the show, and you know, the back on plan the day afterwards. We're all human, and we're all going to want to enjoy food and enjoy our life afterwards. It's just how about how you manage it. Don't feel bad or feel guilty for wanting to eat some food after your show um i think it's so toxic for people to spout the crap that they do on instagram and stuff of, of how um but it sets unrealistic standards doesn't it your unrealistic standards yeah yeah it's, and uh, expectations of what it can actually be like when you get there dangerous it's damaging Mm. it just throws another another variable in the mix that you've got post-show that you really don't need 
Um, what I mean, what I did with Hugh and Dan after they finally were done was just I give them two days off completely um, to enjoy themselves, and then just straight away just macros for a little bit of time as opposed to a meal plan and just give them a decent lot of macro so that they can eat normally and then they can squeeze little things into macros because you know it's not going to harm if you if you want to squeeze a muffin or squeeze a cookie or squeeze half some of Ben and Jerry's into your macros for a period of time because you've got that feeling of both structure and that enjoyment as well that feeling of normality where you can you know you can go for a Nando's or something or a Wagamama's at night and fit that into your macros happily um and then training as well, just don't rush back into training, especially as a, as a natural, don't rush back into training and go all guns blazing, you know, take some time off. Yeah, that's what I did. I came back from Madeira and I took 10 days off and just chilled out. I genuinely just relaxed for the first time in six plus months. And I needed it. I could actually come back into training then and enjoy it again and not, not feel like it was a chore i had the extra food in me i had a bit of body fat back on me um because i think obviously you're, you're so fatigued you, you've accumulated fatigue over an extended period of time um joints aren't happy your, your body fat's low your energy levels are low like trying to attack a training phase trying to like attack any sort of rebound or phase coming out of a prep is it should be more focused towards recovery for a period of time before we then enter. any rebound shit. Yeah. You aren't gaining muscle for weeks and weeks post-show. Ignore any rebound shit. Get healthy first. I think you're almost at the depths of prep. You're so mentally driven that you just, you're driving for show. And as soon as that's gone, you realize how fucked you are. Yeah and how bad everything really feels. So just take time off. And even if you're going to go train after a couple of days, just do some enjoyment pump-up sessions, you know, just go have a bit of fun in the gym as opposed to jumping straight back in on, 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 a, on a training plan. Um, you know, as he said, take 10 days, two weeks, then jump back on and then just increment food up and start on some really low volume training, you know, particularly as naturals, you know, it's going to be weeks and weeks until you're fully in a position where you can start growing again. Um, these these mad post-show rebounds that you see, that just a lot of it is just some fullness and then fat. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. Or regaining lost tissue. And then beginning to regain lost tissue, yeah. Um, and the dangers of, of post-show and, and, and these crazy binges and rebounds is the fat that you're gaining, it's the hyperplasia of the fat cells as well. It's the it's the creating new and the fat cells as opposed to them just getting bigger um which is again dangerous within itself it is what you definitely don't want um did you see what um um it was joe and then christian put up this story about regaining lost muscle when did you hear it no i don't i, I don't know what you're talking about so the myonuclei of of the um of the muscle cells never disappears Right. So muscle memory is a real thing. And so you can you regain that tissue um, quickly, obviously. But the beauty is that it's not um, mutually exclusive with gaining new muscle. Okay. So you can both regain, new, regain old muscle and gain new tissue um, simultaneously at the same time. 
So if you take a, a say, if you had four months off training and, and lost muscle and was very detrained, it isn't like you just regain lost tissue and then begin to gain. You do them both at the exact same time. I didn't. I didn't see that. That's cool. Um, yeah, there's been loads of studies on it, and just shows that the, the myonuclear of the um, of the muscle never leaves. So it's not like they're independent of each other in terms of creating new tissue and regaining lost tissue, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, on the topic of rebound, like you can, you can argue that if if you're assisted, th- there is a rebound there, and if you continue to push the drug side of things, you could come out of it with like a rebound effect if you just keep drugs high and, and things like that. But the the cost to your health and the just again fatigue accumulating through that phase as well, it's not worth the extra muscle you could get from pushing yeah. up from a lean set point. Like recover, recovery yeah, phase is so important. I'm not disputing a, a, an assisted rebound afterwards, um, but at what cost, it, it, you know, health is going to be in the absolute gutter and it already is for the sake of then keeping drugs high and beginning to push immediately. It's definitely not a wise thing to do. And it's great to see that a lot of like top bodybuilders, particularly in the UK, have now adopted this approach of let's get healthy first then we'll then we'll begin the off season and push as opposed to just trying to capitalize on this drug fueled post-show rebound mm. um, but yeah it's pretty i good. mean on that on that kind of the natural side of it I, it took me until after we got back from marbella so the people that are listening don't know me tim and, and dan inman we went to marbella for three weeks when was it? October through to November? End of October to, to mid-November, yeah. Yeah, so that's a couple of months post-show. And only only when I got back from uh, Marbella, because I'd, I'd gained a fair bit of body fat there, because I, I just, uh, calories went up significantly just because of being away. Um, ben and Jerry's protocol. The Hagen-Dazs protocol, mate. Hagen-Dazs protocol, Mac- sorry. Yeah. Ma- macadamia nut brittle. <laughs> On elite elite <laughs> yeah. ice cream, I've never seen it in the UK. Yeah, it was sensational. Um, only when I got back from there did I feel normal, like hormonally. Did I, I feel like I was back online with everything? I felt strong in the gym again, um, and all the way up until that point, I felt like it was a bit of a battle in the gym, and I felt weak. My lifts weren't very good. I didn't progress very well, um, and even things like sex drive and stuff, it only really came back after that so it took a couple of months for hormone wise to get back in swing which is something that people don't really know like notice or pay attention to is that your testosterone and other hormones things like thyroid everything's in the bin at the back end of a natural prep you've got nothing to you're not taking exogenous t3 are you so everything's going to be in the bin and that takes you need to get back to like a, a body fat homeostasis for then that to start getting back online again and it, it took me about two months some people could be oh. like six months well yeah that's three months till the end of our bear from your show pretty much yeah exactly and so if you're going to try and push and grow new tissue in that time then it, it i mean it doesn't it doesn't make any sense it's just a case of of getting healthy as you've said and as you and as you said, some people take six months some people get shut down forever yep if you're that, that, that happened to so, Austin Stout. Yeah, it happened to Austin. Forced to go assisted. 
not bad. Um, so yeah, just basically just don't rush it. Just don't rush that 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 post show period. There's always going to be time to grow afterwards, um, and just just take be careful with it. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself, but don't be a dick and go overboard. And just be precautious with 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 training and uh, and your recovery. I think that's the key um, point: is don't be a dick. Yeah. To summarize, to, to both extremes as well. Yeah. You know, don't just continually shut yourself off from the world um, and be scared of gaining one pound of body fat. Jump a nice amount and get healthy again because your body is just craving for you to regain some weight. <laughs> That's all it wants. You're not going to start getting healthy if you're not going to just creep up some body weight. And then don't go to the other extreme and just go all out Brandon Harden and just binge for days. Um there's a, there's a happy happy medium. And, I, and I'm sure that it gets easier after every single time you compete. Not easier. It's always going to be the same in terms of how skewed you are, but in terms of how well you can manage it, um, you're, you'll develop your own coping me- mechanisms. Um, so, yeah, we went to my very three weeks. We had, a, we had a sick time over there. We pretty much, we went out. Well, I went out three times. I went out twice. We just, was there for three weeks. So we just, six days of the week, pretty much ate completely on plan the odd off plan meal and then uh dan obviously been competing for months robbie had uh and so we had a we had a couple of nights out in, in my bay as well and, and let our hair down a bit and it was uh it was decent training that m13 which was it was an all right gym wasn't it yeah it wasn't it wasn't the worst gym there i think that um what's it called Pad- paddle paddle oh, awful gym so absolutely horrific seen people in Marbella, you are Go on, go on. Anyone's probably seen people in Marbella and follow people out there. They'll have seen this this paddle gym, this outdoor, luxurious gym. And don't get me wrong, the setting and, and the actual place, the facility was sensational. Jesus Christ, I've never seen worse kit in my life. It was just knock off everything on it. Yeah, it was like a cheap poet Like it was up, it was that bad. Uh, and it was a shame because it could literally be like elite. They just went and bought England, just chucked it all and invested in some prime Atlantis and just kitted the place out. It'd be like a mecca. It'd be the European mecca. It was that nice. Genuinely, yeah. We had like the sun setting as we were training as well. It was like perfect. Like the, the Instagram lighting and stuff was so good. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's such a sick place. And, and it's like a whole health club as well. There's more than just the gym there. Yeah, yeah, had everything. Um, it's just a shame the kit was so bad. Yeah. And then M thirteen was—is it owned by Dorian or he's got shares in it or something? It's owned something to do with him. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. It was all that uh, leverage, yeah, leverage flex by leverage, whatever leverage by flex kit. Um, which was some of it was nice and some of it was just hit and miss. The the flat pressing, gland pressing row really really good. Mm. Um, and some other kit was just hit and miss. I just think when he doesn't have like a Bravo or even just a triangular cable stack, it's, it's it's very irritating. Yeah, we just had those wide cables where you could only pin it at the at the bottom or the top. There's no there's no pins in the middle. Well, no, it still it served its purpose and it was still decent. Um, so yeah, we had a we had a really good time out there, and uh, and that's basically just brought us back down to Christmas where we both had. 
COVID, we've both had some periods of time off due to illness. But we're, we're both sweet now and, uh, and progressing in the off-season. Yeah, so what are your, like, what are you trying to get out of 2022? What are the 22 goals? I won't say New Year's resolutions because... What day is it? Uh, I'm what? three days deep into prep. Well, I should be three days deep into prep, but I've should be, to, yeah. Decided to pull the plug on on prep. Um, so my 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 goal was going to be January the 9th, start prep for a run of shows from May to June, um, which would be junior physique shows. Um, however, I can't compete in the finals later on in the year because I turned twenty four by then. Um, so I've decided to not just compete in some junior shows and continue with a push-up for another year and come back at 24 and compete in the men's. Um, as daunting as that is, I, just as I'm out of juniors, um, I don't know. I think it's the, I think it's the right decision. Uh, I, don't, I think it's a bit of a waste just competing in some qualifiers for the sake of it. Um, when next year I can compete later on in the year and uh, and do finals and stuff like that. Particularly with looking, I've been looking at like the men's physique tall division, which bro, you know, it's five eight and above. It's not, it's not tall, what? is it? It's five eight and above the tall. Like PCA, it's five eight and above. Um, I've been looking at them, and you know, I've seen the winners and that, and I do think with another fourteen months of of pushing, well, it'll probably be about eight because I'm going to have a tidy up. Um, I think I could I could do pretty well at a young age, so um, that's the plan for now. We've pulled the plug on prep annoyingly, um, and I, I am gonna I'm gonna push for a couple more weeks and then tidy up, in which I will get really lean because um, I haven't been really lean in in years. Um, so we'll probably pull off like thirty odd pounds something like that, and then we'll we'll begin a final push prior to uh, 2023 prep. Yeah, I think I think from my standpoint with your prep like we've obviously spoken about this off the podcast but um my my point my main point is for you to compete is that obviously you were never satisfied with the amount of muscle we have and you in particular obviously you you suffer from that more than anyone um so going into men's with obviously the the standard in the competition being a lot higher and you would then think, oh, I'll need another couple of years. But the way you've just phrased it then, like we haven't really spoken about it. I've kind of just talked at you about it. Um, it, it. When you're looking at it from the standpoint of getting to finals and actually doing well in the competitive season, it obviously doesn't make sense to do it this year because you couldn't. But even if you place first in every qualifier, you just couldn't take it any further because of obviously your age. Um, so I, like I'm very confident that I can... Uh win or do very well at these junior qualifiers um, but then I just can't go do the finals and I don't know I think it's I think I'd, I'd rather grow for a longer period of time and, you, and and I'll be honest you know like I am very much always critiquing on how much muscle I have and, and my size I'm never happy and that's obviously because I compare myself to people where I want to be in five six years time um, and I, I'll hold my hands up and say I'm very guilty of that probably more than a lot of people. Um, so I think it does make sense to take more time, grow, 
Uh, I haven't had as many productive push-ups as I have, you know, previously, and so I'd like to replicate that again from a leaner standpoint. And I think if we, if I get nice and lean to a decent amount of a, in a decent amount of condition, which we know I can do. I mean, what I pulled off about twenty-eight pounds in seven weeks in lockdown last year, and I was pretty lean. Um, if I just do replicate that again and push a little bit further, I'm lean enough for content and Instagram and business and things, but I'm not pushing to the depths of prep. Uh, and then I can I can come back next year with a lot more muscle and and compete in the men's and see how I, see how I hold up in, in the men's at twenty four and then go again go again until uh, until I'm completely ready to be competitive with the big boys. Yeah, I think as well, obviously it's been such a long time since you did compete and you're now what, like 80 pounds almost up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the amount of muscle of, of like the amount of that, this muscle is a lot, Like you can obviously just, you can see it. If anyone looks back at Tim's uh, prep photos, the, the difference is you're a different person now. So like it, it part of me is like, I would, I want to see that, see the true difference oh. that this three year off season has given you. But I guess like, another good good push up another good amount of time on top of that it's only gonna be more impressive so um i almost i do feel a bit of a uh, an imposter <laughs> like an imposter bodybuilding bodybuilder that's not competed for three years do you know what i mean yeah yeah i guess I, I get what you mean but definitely not the case no i know i know i mean i was speaking to thorburn the other day at the gym and he ain't competed in five years yeah of course he hasn't has he like mad fair play to doing that though because it can be very easy to be sucked into just doing a prep for like oh, bro. like my mindset in summer from watching all you boys compete and haven't been at all the shows yeah was like jesus christ i just want to be on that stage now yeah and so it is very difficult to be sucked in to compete and compete and compete um but yeah that's the that is the decision made and i'm, I'm happy with it uh, and I'd like, you know, you know what I'm like in terms of my winning mentality, I, I'd like to be able to do the finals. Um, so, like, even you can probably speak from experience. I, I know, obviously, you won your regional, but you would have loved to have done the finals as well if it was a shorter period of time. Yeah, 100%. It, it was eight weeks between my show and the finals, and I wasn't going to do a that's 30. Horrible, with how lean you were, that's just a horrible hold, bro. Yeah. Unless I'd not come in lean enough, unless I come in like eight weeks out to the first show where I wouldn't have won. Obviously would have come second by default when I would have gone to finals, but I would have, I wouldn't have won finals. Like the, the I knew the competition I was up against. Um, I wanted to get in, do the job and then enjoy life afterwards, compete, yeah. get the experience behind me um, and not extend it by another eight weeks. It would have been silly. Yeah, definitely. So that's the plan for 2022. Um, I'm guessing yours is just grow the business and off season. Yeah, get as big as physically possible. I'll probably I'll probably do not as big of a push up as I as I did last time, but I think obviously being natural, pushing up body weight, pushing up body fat, just being big, heavy and strong. There's merit to that, um, and I'm getting into those realms now of being like higher end of body fat. Obviously, 30 pounds up from stage. Um, I'm feeling that in, in the gym. So I don't know if I'll, if and when I'll run a, a tidy up. I'm sure I will at some point to kind of resensitize and pull things back. But like, yeah, everything's in the perfect spot at the minute. Even even 
I've, I've really focused on digestion and like quality of nutrition this time around. And my actual calorie intake is a lot lower than it has been previously. And I'm still gaining because my, that everything's so much better than it has been previously. And it's because appetite is still in a good spot as well. I'm staying active. Like I'm not just a fat mess. Like I was last time. Yeah, you, you did. You did get fat. <laughs> I got fat. I was lazy like less than a thousand steps a day. Most days it came off the back of lockdown as well. I, I think where I had no equipment, there was a period of time where I didn't train for like four weeks because I absolutely despised training in my living room with no equipment. Um, and that's when I invested in some because I, I could, I just couldn't train. So there's, there's reason why I was a fat prick. For sure. Um, do you want to yeah. do some questions? Let's go through a couple of questions that we have, yeah. Um, well, one of them was about 2022, so we've gone through that. Um, the first one, recommendations on recommendations on sources for learning more about training and nutrition. The Origin podcast. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all you need. Do you give a serious answer? Uh, or? Instagram profiles, uh, Robbie Tuckerman, Tim Shoot Fitness, go over to their Instagrams as well. Um, but seriously, um, you know, you've got the likes of Joe Jeffrey, the Physique Collective, Muscle Mentors, uh, John Dewitt. Uh, I recently signed up to the Supplement Needs um, membership site. It's quite decent. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. you got those pay, like, paid sites like that. Um by membership sites, but also just podcasts and YouTube and yeah. fr from these guys like Joe Jeffrey. Well, Joe Jeffrey has the, the, the OPD podcast with Austin. You've got um, John Dewitt with his podcast with, with Luke. Is it? Is it Luke? Yeah, and then obviously what's his one uh, off the switch? Uh, something to do with switch. Switch fitness. No switch. No switch fitness podcast. No switch fitness. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. No switch fitness. Um, muscle maintenance podcast. And they're probably your, your, your four best bets for learning things. And then just obviously follow the socials. It's very easy now, especially like, well, for us at least, we've been doing this for quite a long time. And there's a good few years of like, the muscle mentor has been putting out content for years now. And there's a lot of good information there. And it's very easily accessible. Um, the, the, their member site is for, for people who obviously want more information before they actually pay for it. It's, it's fairly expensive. Um, it's definitely more in depth, more so like university lecture style learning. Whereas you've got like the physique collective where it's more bite size, um, mm. kind of condensed more for the, the layman to understand, but it's equally as valuable. And you've got the forum there where Joe's answering questions 24 seven and it's ridiculous that the, the the knowledge he has and the information he puts out and the, the references to studies and stuff, which you can then go on and read. And um, those are my two go-tos in terms of education. Definitely. That Ask Joe Anything's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. You sit on it all night. I, I, well, but I've always got to open the tab. Like it'll be within like 20 minutes. He's got an answer on like anything. <laughs> Literally anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's bonkers. Um, so yeah, what's the next one, bro? Um, in the off season, do you count the amount of sugar in your diet? I'll let you answer that one. Uh, 
I personally don't. My carbs are about 900 grams, so they're, they're pushing really high and, and sugar is undoubtedly going to be um, going to be high. But again, just just be sensible with it. If, you're, if, if you've only got a, a couple hundred gram of carb, you know, we don't want all that coming from sugar. Um, but it's very hard to put a arbitrary number on on the sugar count because it's individual um, dependent. Yeah, I think just pay attention to your food sources rather than thinking like a what what number of sugar does it say on my fitness pal? Just look at where your carbs are coming from and just try and make the like, as much of it as physically possible come from like All less less sugary carbs. Yeah. Um, inevitably like you said as food gets higher and higher there's going to have to be some leeway and more sugary foods are going to be introduced but if you've got 300 carbs don't be having like four squares bars a day Um, in terms of actually tracking and counting the amount of sugars it's not it's not necessary at all just be sensible yep have you got have you got any questions I've not got any more after that there's only a few I I didn't I didn't repost it bro Okay. <laughs> See how it is. <laughs> I didn't repost it. I did notice um, that. I tagged you in the story and then I was waiting for you to repost it and just nothing. I think I just went off it and just Ed. forgot. Well, I, I, I promise I will next time. Um, we, only, we, 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 we answered the third one anyway during the um, during the podcast and we've, we've rambled for a, a period of time. We said we we're going to keep it about half an hour and we've we've you, as usual, rambled and rambled. I don't know how um, long this recording is. Well, it's, it's ten past three, so it's nearly an hour, I'd say. Okay, I think it's time to wrap it up then. We'll wrap it up. It was a good, uh, it's a good one back, and it was a good recap. And uh, and we'll be back next week, guys. Do we know what day we're going to put it out? Um, I'll, I won't be able to put this out on a Wednesday, so I, I can put it out on a Thursday, whenever it is. We'll, I'll make it consistent, whichever one it is, but we'll record right, so at the same we're time. Gonna it's going to be out on a Thursday. Yeah, we'll say, we'll say Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday, the Origins is back, guys. Um, and if you could, if you could please share it to stories whenever you listen and give us a repost and tag us because it's done decent numbers to say that we've not done anything in a year and been so um sporadic with uploading uh, it's some really decent numbers and we'd like to push this up so if you could share it guys that'd be fantastic yeah we'll leave it there thank you everyone for listening um yeah we'll speak to you next week cheers guys Sunday. cheers <laughs>